Friends, we are coming together today to dive into Psalm 86 and take a look at how to pray as a Christian family, how to cry out to God together in prayer. This is such a beautiful psalm of of the power of prayer, the goodness of prayer, of our need for prayer. And I am often surprised in the counseling room by how difficult it is for so many of us to pray, to pray out loud, to pray together. And of course, the counseling relationship is different than a family relationship. But I know that so many of us want to be more regular with our prayer life, and we want to have more time together with our family praying, crying out to God, calling on God, trusting together in who God is and what he is doing. So today, I hope you are excited to um, just sit with me for a few minutes here in Psalm 86. This is our um, July 2023 summertime in the Psalms series. And you can find last year's episodes, this year's episodes, if you're listening in the future, (laughs) future episodes, um, every July, I think we're going to continue on with our summertime in the Psalms series. And that is all over at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash Psalms, which if you're not super familiar with the Bible is spelled with a P. That's right. P-S-A-L-M-S. And so you can find the whole series over there. Um, and do a deep dive into this conversation as a blog post or any of our earlier conversations. But today we're looking at crying out to God in prayer together as a family and what we learn from Psalm 86. All right, my friend, let's dive in. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. As we jump into our conversation today, looking at Psalm 86, Let me remind you, in case you missed the quick little bonus episode just a few days ago, that in two days time, if you're listening to this in real time, it goes live on Tuesday. And on Thursday, it's my birthday. And I love to celebrate birthdays. And so we are doing a fun giveaway here in the Love Your People Well community. Um, All the details, of course, are in that bonus episode, but the giveaway is live right now and it ends this week. And so I really hope that you will um, join me in celebrating the big 4-0. That's right. Yes, I feel old, but I have toddlers running around my house all day. So I guess you can only be but so old. (laughs) It's all a matter of your mind and all those things that they say, but the calendar does not lie. And so we are celebrating my 4-0 birthday with a four-part giveaway, or at least the um, our winner will receive a four-part um, prize. So I'll just recap for that for you real quick, because I hope that you will enter and celebrate with me. But the details for my birthday giveaway 
are um, the winner will get a four pack gift, like I said, a $40 Etsy gift card because I sell on Etsy and I love it. And it's just a fun place to find some fun stuff. And I'm turning 40. So you know, $40 gift card, um, plus a copy of any of my devotionals, whichever one you pick, and then a fun snail mail package. That's right. We're going old school. You got to be in the US for this one because who knows how much it costs to ship something to Kenya or wherever. But I want to mail you um, a copy of one of my favorite family life books and um, another little gift card to grab some coffee. So that's a fun little four pack gift for our big winner. We will have a runner up and I will send you a fun little package in the mail too. Maybe I'm thinking about the mail because it's my birthday. Like you never get cards except at Christmas and your birthday. (laughs) But it's always fun to check the mailbox and actually have something that's not junk or a bill. So our runner-up will also get a favorite book off my shelf and a coffee gift card. So um, lots of fun little things for you there. And on the theme of number four, because that's my birthday, We're going to have four different ways that you can enter the giveaway. So either pick your favorite or get an entry for each one. That's right. You could enter multiple times. Let me give you the rundown. Um, Leave a written review of the show on wherever you listen to your podcast. Apple podcast is the main one. Leave that written review. Take a screenshot. Email it to me so I know that you did that. And that's an entry. Share the podcast on your social media and tag me. My handle on Instagram is at loveyourpeoplewell. And again, well, I'll see that tag. So that'll be your entry. Um, Our third option here, share the podcast with a friend. You can take a link for whatever episode you want or the show as a whole and send them a text. Um, And again, maybe take a screenshot and send it to me. Or if you do it on social media, like tag them and tag me, that's fine as well. And then the fourth way to enter the giveaway is send me an email and let me know what topics you would like for me to cover in upcoming episodes. I've planned things out for probably the next month and beyond that I have a hundred ideas, but if there are particular things that this community wants to chat about, I am here for it. So I hope you will take just a few minutes, maybe even right now while you're listening to the rest of this episode, And leave a review, send me that screenshot, share the podcast, shoot me a quick email, get entered multiple times in my birthday giveaway, and you might be the winner of our four-pack gift or maybe the runner-up, and I'm just excited about that. So celebrate with me this week. You do need to get your entry in by Friday the 14th. Okay, so it went live on Friday the 7th. It's going to close down on Friday the 14th. And then um, this upcoming weekend, I will reach out to you if you are the lucky winner. So that is a lot that's going on right here. Birthdays, celebrations, all the good stuff. I'll remind you while we are in our housekeeping mode here um, that there's a ton of great resources at loveyourpeoplewell.com. Um, including our Summertime in the Psalms series and some freebies and some some other good stuff there. And I will remind you that I'm a therapist, a counselor, but this podcast is not therapy. Um, you know, just the world we live in. I'd like us all to be on the same page as we kick things off. That is my background and my training and my expertise. But 
the whole thing of counseling is you really have to get to know the person in front of you to give deep, personal, you know, real advice to that specific situation. And so I never want people to think that I know what's going on in your individual life and I'm giving advice for that specifically. We are looking together at God's word and how it applies to family life. Um, We can all dive into scripture together and learn from the experiences and wisdom that he gives us. And that's what we're doing today. My friend, we are going to look together at Psalm 86 and figure out together what are the benefits of our family coming together in prayer, crying out to God together, asking God for what we need together and and just enjoying his presence together as a family. So as we dive into this conversation, I'm going to read through Psalm 86 Um, in parts, and then we'll just kind of pause section by section and take a look at what do we notice here. And then we'll close out with a few, what I call big picture takeaways as we read this entire psalm and we notice, um, you know, the themes and what it's pointing out. Uh, I, I personally see three big takeaways for building a family life of prayer together. But we'll start, of course, in the actual words of scripture. And what you'll notice as we read through it is a pattern. We see the psalmist um, crying out to God and then pausing to recognize who God is, his character, and then calling out to God and then coming back again to remember who God is, his worthiness of worship and prayer. Then we see a little interruption with the psalmist actually asking for what he needs which is often what we think prayer is. And yet here in this psalm, that's a tiny little part of the whole psalm. And then again, we go back to that pattern of recognizing who God is and calling out to him. So I hope you'll notice that pattern as we read through Psalm 86. And I usually read from the NIV. So of course, your translation might be a little bit different. Let's start there in verse 1. It says, hear me, Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Guard my life, for I am faithful to you. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I call to you all day long. Bring joy to your servant, Lord, for I put my trust in you. I'll just pause there and highlight, you know, again, we see this pattern starting. We see the psalmist crying out to God, recognizing his need for God. We are poor and needy. We need the mercy of the Lord, the protection of the Lord. We need him to give us joy and we're putting our trust in him. So we see this start by calling out to God. And then in verse five, it says, you Lord are forgiving and good, abounding in love to all who call to you. We see that acknowledgement there of who God is. Why is the psalmist crying out to him? Well, because God is forgiving, he is good, and he is abounding in love to all who call on him. It continues in verse 6. Hear my prayer, Lord. Listen to my cry for mercy. When I am in distress, I call to you because you answer me. And again, we see that pattern We're calling out to God. We need him to listen to our prayer. We need him to answer us. It continues in verse 8. Among the gods, there is none like you, Lord. 
no deeds can compare with yours. All the nations you have made will come and worship before you, Lord. They will bring glory to your name. Pause there, because again, we see that 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 pattern. We're calling out to God, and then we're praising him for who he is. And then we're calling out to God. And again, here, verses 8, 9, we're, we're praising him, <laughs> recognizing who he is. It says in verse 10, you are great, do marvelous deeds. You alone are God. And then we see in verse 11, we start to transition toward what the psalmist is asking for. Okay, so we've seen him, you know, saying, hear me, Lord, answer me. I'm crying out to you because you are forgiving. You are good. You are abounding in love. Hear me, Lord. Listen to my cry for mercy. I'm in distress. I call to you because you are worthy of all the glory from all the nations. You are great and do marvelous deeds. And so now we get to that petition. What is the psalmist asking for? Verse 11, teach me your way, Lord, that I may rely on your faithfulness. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. I will praise you, Lord, my God, with all my heart. I will glorify your name forever, for great is your love toward me. You have delivered me from the depths, from the realm of the dead. Arrogant foes are attacking me, O God. Ruthless people are trying to kill me. They have no regard for you. And I want to pause there because this is such a beautiful prayer. Um, we do see there in verse 14 that, you know, the psalmist is specifically in a bad situation. He's being attacked. People are trying to kill him. People who don't care about God are after the psalmist. And wow, we can feel like that in this world, that it feels like we're getting bombarded with um, all sorts of lies and evil around us. We can focus on that or we can focus on God. And so we can see the psalmist is in a really tough situation. And yet he didn't even mention that until verse 14. <laughs> he has focused here on asking God to teach him, to give him an undivided heart. And even as he's asking for what he needs, he's praising God. He's acknowledging the greatness of God's love. And we have a few verses left. It goes back again here in verse 15 and says, But you, Lord, are a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. Again, that tells us we're coming back to who God is. Why is he worthy of praise? And then verse 16, we're calling out to him again. It says, turn to me and have mercy on me. Show your strength in behalf of your servant. Save me because I serve you just as my mother did. Give me a sign of your goodness that my enemies may see it and be put to shame. For you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. And that is all of Psalm 86. And I just love this pattern. <laughs> this psalmist is not getting stuck or bogged down in the hard situation that he's in or these like really specific, you know, I need this or this or this or, I mean, it's so easy, at least for me to have that long list of things I need or I want or I'm worried about. We can pray for all of that. But here we see a pattern where he's just calling out calling out to God and then praising God and calling out to God and praising God. And every request in this prayer is grounded in recognizing a need for God and recognizing who God is. 
that the only person who can meet that need is this God, this forgiving and powerful and good and wonderful and merciful God. So there's a lot here. And I will just pause here and say, if you are kind of listening to me read through this psalm, and maybe you don't really dive into scripture that frequently on your own, sometimes it can feel really overwhelming or really confusing um, to read through the Bible. I mean, it is a very old document, even though, of course, as it tells us in the New Testament, the word is alive and it's living and active and it's sharp and it is still very much applicable to our lives today. But, you know, the wording does not always uh, make the most sense to us. The context and the history does not always make the most sense to us. So if you are feeling a little stuck with that, I would encourage you to grab one of my freebies. It's called the Holy Habits 45-Day Bible and Prayer Challenge, because that will take you 45 days of building a habit of getting in the word of it kind of guides you in asking questions about what you're reading. It guides you in being consistent in prayer um, with the goal of building your confidence that you can open your Bible, turn to a Psalm or whatever passage of scripture and read through it and actually understand it and then apply it to your own life. And so um, you can find that on the freebie page, loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash free. We also have devotionals on the website if you want to dive into a specific topic, but there's a lot of good stuff there. And so as we looked at this pattern, reading through Psalm 86, call out to God, acknowledge him and praise him, call out to God, acknowledge him and praise him. And you kind of, the psalmist kind of weaved his specific requests into that pattern. And I see a pattern here for our families. I see three big takeaways that I want to highlight before we wrap up our conversation today. The first being how incredibly important and powerful it is to call out to God regularly. Like, I think even just this very first verse, Psalm 86 verse 1 says, Hear me, Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. If we are poor and needy, we need to be crying out to God regularly. We need him to fill us up, to be leading us and guiding us. And of course, as you read through the Psalms, he had so many different ways that he recognized a need for God. He needed to be guarded. He needed mercy. He needed, let me just scroll back through it. He was in distress and he needed God to answer him. He's being attacked and he needs God to protect him. He recognizes his need for God. And so we need to do that personally in our own lives. That's why I mentioned that resource I have, the holy habits to help you build that personal habit of spending time with God. But when we think about how this applies to our family life, enjoying our family life, building up our family relationships, we need to do this together. Your kids are not going to recognize their need for the Lord if they don't see you demonstrating your need for the Lord. And if you want to enjoy family relationships in the middle of brokenness and busyness and distractions and all the things of this world, you're all going to benefit from coming together to cry out to the Lord and ask him to bless you, ask him to help you, ask him for the things that you need. But in that, I see a second note here 
as we do that with our families, as we model that for our kids or come together as a family to pray, we don't want to just focus on what we want from God or need from God. We need to recognize who he is and praise him together. And there's a lot of different ways you can do that. But my personal favorite is just as I'm reading scripture to notice what does this say about who God is? And Psalm 86 tells us so much. It tells us that, um, let me just scroll through it again, reading it here as we're talking. It tells us we serve a God who has mercy on us, who is forgiving, good, abounding in love, who answers us, who is great and does marvelous deeds. We praise a God who is worthy of praise. And we want to do that with our families. Again, we want to model that for our kids We want to rely on that. We are relying on his character or relying on who he is, what he has promised us. And so to come together with your family, you can each take turns praising God for some quality of his, or you can just read what is actually in the Bible and say that out loud and say, thank you, God, that you are fill in the blank, whatever you just read. Um, You can make this big or little or whatever you want, but part of your prayer life needs to include calling out and recognizing who he is and praising him. And then the third takeaway that I see here, this is the one that we will close on today, is I really love how this psalmist turns his problems into prayers. This psalm is 17 verses long, but there's really only those couple of verses right in the middle that tell you kind of the typical problem statement. I'm being attacked by my foes and I need you to teach me your way. I need you to protect me. His prayer requests are just woven in to this submission to the Lord and praise for the Lord. And I think it's important with our families as we're praying to have a prayer request list, whatever you might call that, but to, you know, to continually come back to certain big issues that are important to your family, or if someone is sick or someone has, you know, a big test or something's going on. Yes, we want to pray for those things. But if that's all your prayer life is, it's going to be very small. And you're not going to get nearly the connection with the Lord that you're hoping for. So include that in there, but weave your problems into prayers, into your confession that you need God and into your praise of who he is. And once you know a specific problem, you can see how the whole, like for this Psalm, once you know in verses 11 through 14 there, oh, this person is being attacked by God. Ruthless people are trying to kill him. It makes the whole Psalm make more sense. Why is he crying out to God? Why is he asking God to guard his life and to protect him and to give him mercy? The context helps us understand the entire prayer better. But the the focus of the prayer is not on the problem. The focus is on God and the psalmist's need for God. And so those would be three takeaways I would really encourage you to think about for your family. Coming together to call out to God. And when you are together, taking time to praise God. And then as you acknowledge your problems and lay them before the Lord, to focus on God, on your need for him and on who he is and what he can do. And don't get overly focused on the problem. Now, if you are 
in our Patreon community. If you're not, P.S., you should be because it's awesome. (laughs) And we have a private podcast um, among like regular devotionals and different things for the Patreon community. But during our Summertime in the Psalms series, every week we're having a quick little episode there to pray through the psalm together. So make sure if you're in our Patreon community that you um, are listening to that and being encouraged by that. And you are always welcome to join us over there. We have other stuff going on as well, but that will come out later this week. And for now, my friends, dive into the scriptures with your family, pray together as a family, and I hope leave a review for the podcast or share it with a friend, send me those screenshots, tag me on social, get your entry in for my big birthday celebration, the big giveaway. I hope that you are the winner. Um, I'll probably do a little bonus episode at the end of the week, reflecting a bit because turning 40, y'all kind of a big deal. And I do find myself thinking about, you know, just life in general (laughs) a lot lately. Um, So you'll probably see me again later this week, but I hope you will celebrate with me by getting your entry in for my big 40th birthday giveaway. And until then, my friends, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.